0: The Taoiseach, uh, Leo Varadkar, says he's hopeful a deal can be reached for the Northern Ireland Protocol. That's after his meetings with the Stormont and Party leaders. It comes as the British government published legislation on the use of border control posts. Uh, posts. That's at Northern Ireland ports. Uh, I caught up with Gavin Robinson, the DU, M, DUP MP for Belfast East earlier. I began by asking him after the last couple of days of meetings, how optimistic was he there could be a breakthrough?
1: I think we probably need to see more detail. There certainly seems to be positivity around mood music and an emphasis on changing the atmosphere. But for us, it's about the substance. And for the last number of years now, we've been highlighting exactly what the impediments are brought about by the protocol. And sadly, they are now impacting on the effective operation of devolution in Northern Ireland. So we want to see progress, but we want to make sure that progress is made on the issues that actually matter that will unlock devolution in Northern Ireland.
0: Uh, How did the meeting go with Leo Varadkar yesterday?
1: I wasn't in the meeting, but I understand that it was constructive. I think it was useful that last week Leo Bradker accepted that mistakes had been made around the protocol. And he needs to really grapple with those issues that unionists are collective in their approach to the protocol, recognise the harm that the protocol is doing to unionists in Northern Ireland, and how that upsets the balance that we have within this province.
0: The kind of talk that has emerged over the last few days about, you know, sort of breakthroughs and focusing on... More flexibility in terms of the implementation of the protocol and goods coming from Britain into Northern Ireland and vice versa. Is there enough in that? Do you think? Does that, will that go far enough? Do you think?
1: Well, I mean, it is a nonsense. It is totally absurd that there should be any barrier between moving goods between one part of our country and another. So that's the start. But when we recognise the constitutional harm that the protocol brings, the fact that there's a complete democratic deficit, we are governed by laws affecting our trade in which we have no say, that if the Northern Ireland Assembly was up and running tomorrow, Northern Ireland Assembly members would have no say or role in shaping, rejecting or accepting proposals that are brought forward on laws of trade. So there are constitutional issues at the heart of this, there are democratic deficit issues, and then of course there are friction of trade issues, but to provide a solution that looks solely around flexibilities to make the protocol work in a more acceptable way simply will not cut it for unionists, and I speak as one, but every unionist elected to the Northern Ireland Assembly is opposed to the protocol, not just because of friction around trade, but because of constitutional harm and democratic deficit.
0: Is what you're hoping for and what you're demanding is it achievable though, because it it would seem as if the substance of the protocol will remain unchanged, that the, the changes will be around how it's implemented.
1: Well, if you go back a year ago, we were told very clearly that there would be no change. The issues that we are raising today are not new. They have been raised since the withdrawal agreement was struck between Leo Varadkar and Boris Johnson. We've highlighted the difficulties uh, that they present for unionists. Now, let's be very clear. This arrangement was put forward because we were told it was required for the peace process. And yet it is fundamentally undermining the careful balance that was struck in 1998. And where every unionist in Northern Ireland is implacably opposed to this protocol, you would like to think that maturely and pragmatically, those in the Irish Republic who were involved in the process, who understand the consequences of the process going wrong, and who want to see it succeed, should understand that any political arrangement in Northern Ireland has to have the involvement and the consent of both communities. That simply does not exist at the moment, but that's where we need to get to.
0: What do you make, Gavin, of those reports of legislation proceeding in uh, the House of Commons uh, for border control posts at Northern Ireland ports? What do you What do you make of those reports?
1: Well, we have seen the correspondence from Lord Bennion. We need to get further detail about the purpose of them. If those border posts are being established to check goods that are coming from GB through Northern Ireland into the European Union, then if that does not impact trade between GB and NI. But if they are proposed to continue to govern as is under the protocol with the trade border down the Irish Sea, then there is a fundamental problem.
0: Just very finally, uh, there's some speculation the negotiating tunnel, as it's been called, the final phase of negotiations uh, between the EU and Great Britain could start uh, next week. Do you think there's any prospect of a deal being reached in time for the 25th anniversary of the Belfast Agreement?
1: Well, there could be a prospect if they focused on the right issues. And we've been clear from the very start about what is acceptable and what is not. The government and the European Commission are well aware of those structures. And so we'll not be just looking for honeyed words or this crescendo of optimism in the next week or two. We'll be looking at the substance and looking at the seven tests that we published 18 months ago, that we want to see devolution restored in Northern Ireland. And the way for that to happen is to provide a firm and stable foundation. That's one where unionists and nationalists can agree that what we have works. And if they remove the impediments, they remove the barrier, and there's no longer a border between Northern Ireland and the rest of the United Kingdom, then we can work with that.
0: Okay, uh, that was Gavin Robinson, the DUP MP for Belfast East, speaking to me a little. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.